Yeah, so the reason I reached out earlier is because I came across this real good opportunity that I want to share. Um, I know right now things are kind of tough with COVID and thing, and the economy is going to be taking a real heavy hit. But I started working with this guy who is a top network professional. And this man is our boss. He was able to retire early by developing this avenue for passive income. And he was mentoring me financially, and I got a lot, of, lot out of the experience. Now, our opening came up, and I talked to the two of you, because we need two people, and I find that you guys would be real good for your job. I want to know if I could follow, uh, forward your information to him. Well, what, what, what exactly is the job? Well, is a financial multi-level marketing opportunity. Multi-level marketing? Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like... MLM? Exactly. Uh-huh. So was he salary like? So, well, this, this opportunity is regarding international financial trading. It's kind of complicated, but this company does make it super easy. And the mentors does guide you through the whole process. Mm-hmm. So you need two people. And I, yeah, I need two people. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, what does happen? With you making any money? Well, how it works is that when you introduce people into it, you get a certain percentage of commission for how they work. So if you two were to go and find two other people, every month making a guaranteed income. All right, so let me get straight, right? Um, if me and FA join up, right, that means you get paid and then you pay us. Yeah, more or less. Well, what happens is I, I get a certain cut for introducing both of you into the company. Right, and then you and share then, for all of we. Well, no, that that would go to me, and then uh, because I work under somebody else, like my boss would get a certain percentage of mine. Right, 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 right. Let me just see how this shit. Is MLM you just said a while ago? MLM? It's a multi-level marketing opportunity. Dog, wait, no. <laughs> Tell me, right? You're trying to rope me into a fucking permit scheme? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's not cool. How you could do that? <laughs> it's amazing how people just fall for these bullshit things with buzzwords, eh? Yeah. Even yeah, if Trinadians cool. just can't say nothing outright, there's always used like the biggest way to say it. Like, they can't just say, okay, we're having something online now. They like to say we exercise in the digital space or some bullshit. Like, Yeah, always with these kind of weird words that you're not really sure what they mean. Yeah. And those, like, you know, up for interpretation. You know, I actually... um was invited to one of these, um, you know, Forex uh, trading scheme thing a while back. And I went to the meeting and thing, and it was, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long did that was? Um, you know, invite you? Uh, somebody I knew uh, invited <laughs> me to come. And um, so how how the person was moving, I thought it was, like, real exciting, right? So I thought they was real excited about this, but I think they was more excited about me joining, right? <laughs> and what, what I, I thought what the presentation was okay, right? At first, what was interesting, at first, I thought things make a little bit of sense, right? But when I leave and I actually sit down, you kind of really start thinking about things. And there's a waiter. What is this shit? <laughs> right? And even in the um in the meeting itself, like I would ask questions and they would always like deflect the questions or answers in a way that um it not really added up or it's not really an answer. Yeah, some real and technical the, questions that they couldn't answer. 
yeah, so I didn't know so much at the time, but uh, looking back on it now, I could like see what was happening. Um, a red flag. Wait, wait. Mm. Yeah, walk, walk me through it. Like you reached there, right? Yeah. So and what was the presentation like? What, what are they telling you? Well, first, or what are they not telling you to? Mm. So first, I reached there, right? And we sit down and thing. It looked like a room with like you know, it is is kind of by somebody's house. And mm. um, so I sat in. They had like benches and stuff. And they have, like, uh, some computers in front with, like, a big TV and thing to show you presentation. And I was kind of waiting for other people to reach and thing. And then they start, you know, presenting at some point in time. So the presentation was, like, normal presentations, I guess. They had, like, their material on um, PowerPoint or whatever and some videos. And um, you get the impression that they were just trying to appeal to people who want to get rich quick. Hmm. Because they keep showing examples, like, oh, um, without really talking about the details, they keep talking about the final results. So, like, look how rich I am. Look how rich I could be. Yeah. Right. Right. And they start playing on that part. And already, um, and then that kind of make everybody, I guess, forget. Or maybe people don't even have questions and they don't really ask. All the questions just kind of focus on the end goal. They mention, like, what, what assets they have now because of it. So that's the thing. They keep, um, it was all generic. It's like, you know, I have so much money now. You know, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing so well. And pe- when people see me, they see all this, this stuff I have and thing, but it never really concrete. They, they did give some concrete examples. Like he mentioned, you know, th- this guy, he, um, you know, he made like a thousand dollars last week. And okay. I thought the example was like that. There was a little bit um, strange, right? Like, because when you're trading stocks and, and stuff like that, you just make a thousand dollars, like exact like that, right? But it was always like exact amounts he was talking about. I don't know if he was rounding it up, but it was it was real, like <laughs> like the way he would see it. The people in the back eyes would light up, like, "Hey, I could use that money." Mm. And he kind of crowded up. It was kind of like um, I would say, um, just no. I just judging purely on appearance and what people was driving and thing, right? It looked like more lower middle class. Mm-hmm. People kind of struggle a little bit, but they could do a little bit better. And that's the bad part, I feel. So they essentially preyed on people by saying, look how much money I have, and you could have this money too. Exactly. And what I thought was interesting is, like, I questioned this, and then I never really get back to the person who brought me, well, who introduced me there in the beginning. And um, well, the person gave X. I was like, well, what, you're not coming? I was like, so you're wasting my time. <laughs> I was like, no, they just... um. The person that said, just don't message me again until you um, come in, until you're interested. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't message me until, until you're coming back yeah, to the premise. Yeah. <laughs> what questions do you ask them? Do you have any question and answer period? Um, I'd ask about the software because I saw they, sh- they showed this kind of interesting piece of software, right? And what the software was, it was showing like um, the current um, values of the stock market for a particular currency or something. Uh, on a kind of line graph, and you use that to kind of trade. And the way when I asked, I was like, "So, what is this software you guys using?" And this, you know, this this is this comes with the package and thing. You know, when you come and you sign up, sign up with us, you get like a educational package, and you get to use all these things. But when I went home now and I Google these things, like this software is free. It's, it's something called MetaTrader, and you can just anybody could go and download it. Anybody could go and like open a, a online brokerage account once you have a credit card. Hmm. So they have, like, nothing you're really paying for. And then you pay, the, the fee to join, you have to pay a recurring fee per month. And that's, like, 200 US every month. 
and as to be part of the membership and from the membership what, they, what they're trying to sell is like okay well, part, as part of this membership you're getting like all these online videos and um you're getting like access to all these um insider secrets and stuff right mm-hmm. now you know being somebody deeply rooted in computer science all these insider inside secrets is nothing more than like some algorithms making some calculations and giving you like something to do, right? Which is have a lot of free service out there doing this, right? Okay. Um, so I don't believe any of um, they actually getting money by trading. They might make a little bit. Right. But I think they're getting most of their money through um, that membership thing. And adding to the videos I talk about, um, what was interesting, they kind of make it self-serve. So the business itself, they encourage people to um, start making their own videos on the platform. So let me say you join, right? And you work your way up and you have like a, a, a few people on YouTube. You could then start recording yourself, teaching the material, material, and then put up that and then you get a fee, right? You get an extra something, huh. something. But it's kind of like fueling the entire thing because that, that then you're generating content for them. Yeah, so it, it, it have all kind of weird strategies in there just to keep everybody inside a fee. So when you recruit people, right, how much money you get from your two recruitees? I can't remember exactly, but I think when you get two, it's to be like a, I think you would get like 150 US um, a week or something like that. Every oh. week. Yeah. Or every month or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but when you, when I did the rough maths, it, it kind of worked out in that um, the fees that they would be paying, the membership fee, Mm-hmm. Some of that will go to the house, and then the majority might go to you, in a way, I guess. When you, when you kind of calculate it, that's right. what they make. Oh, you just went to one meter, and then you never really followed up with it, huh? No, I just never really bothered. I was just, like, really curious. I had nothing to do at the time, so I just kind of went. What kind of people, like, stick with it, and, like, what kind of people drop out now? it will be interesting to talk to those people who drop out to see how long they, they stuck with it before they realize, well... You know, this wasn't working out for me. So I talked to one person, a friend of a friend, who actually stuck with it for like a few months with the same the same group. Um, and they admitted that, yeah, it is a pyramid scheme, but they was making money, so they stick with it. So they knew it pretty well what was going on. But I guess the guy being a little bit more social and stuff, you know, he was you know, cool to just gain people and just get their money and just they'll do anything. So what would you guys do if you all, um, you know, were presented with this information? Um, like, let's say somebody invites you out to come listen to what they have to say. Would you, like, put down some money on something you're not really fully sure about? I'm not joining a fucking cult. <laughs> <laughs> would you say it had a culty kind of vibe also? Yes, I was just, no, I never experienced this, right? But, like, um, just talking to the same guy I mentioned. Yeah. What he was saying, they have that like um they had their internal WhatsApp group and thing and they would go on their lines and thing. And just looking at the kind of people, I get the impression that people who want some kind of sense of community mm. would just kinda of join up there and just kinda of use that as a way to interact with other people, which is, you know, a problem in Trinidad. So I feel like that's why this thing catches on to. They had any people who used to like rel look up to the people in charge or the people higher up in the in the scheme? Yes. So the person who had um get me in, right? Like how she was like um 
talking and stuff, and she was actually doing part of the presentation and stuff. You could tell, like, um, she, she had yeah. this kind of admiration about the person, right? I thought that was a little bit strange. I thought, like, it was real apparent, like, when I was looking at her. Um, you know, this person is, like, very... Um, she, she, she doing, like, this person is, like, this big guru, and, you know, such a great thing to be in his presence. So I thought that was a little bit um, eye-opening, I guess. Mm, okay, okay. I saw this thing online that I was mentioning. When you reach a certain ranks, you get, like, official type. They went the yes. mortgage roll at that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they actually talk about um, they had some certain different uh, ranks based on, like, how much people you bring in under you. Mm. So they try to spin it off as, like, well, you have your own unit functioning and you can bring in people and then you grow yourself like okay. that. And... They had all these kind of bullshit um, names for the different ranks, like chairman, 10, chairman, 20, leader, leader man, something, something. And it was just weird. It was just real weird. There's a lot of, a lot of self-pattern on your back. Right. Like, yeah. It, it does sound a lot like a cult, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, you write three ranks, you recruit more people. It, it all made to make you feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah. that, that's all it is, like. I feel all these people have some kind of problem. They probably need a few audiobooks and <laughs> you know, just chill and deal with some issues before they put money into something that they're not going to get back. And like, if it if it didn't work out for them, like how they how to deal with that, that loss of um, time that they spent uh, doing it, and you know whatever losses they might have mm-hmm. had to. Like the person who had got you in, uh, they still enter. Yes, you know? judging my Facebook, yes, and scarily so. <laughs> I see all kind of weird pictures, and they put in all these yeah. frames around their profile pictures with like um, chairman ten, chairman fifty, and decorating oh, the room and thing. It, yeah. it, it, it real weird. It's a, it's quite a scene. <laughs> Does have any? Does have any um, like parties for the numbers? <laughs> I think yeah, that would, they used to do like limes and thing. I don't think I'm, I'm not sure. It was like a party party, but like, okay. um, sex orgy. But yeah, they would like definitely like river lines. I think that's why what I heard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, what what funny about that? No, nothing funny about that. I, I don't know. I just I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting a river line. To be honest. Yeah, I was expecting somebody on a boat, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. With a champagne thing in their hand as opposed to river line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah speaking of boats, speaking of boats, right? The part of the slides they did show um some. Some pictures where the, the the leader guy had went away. Um, so this is a this is a foreign company operating here, right? Uh, I don't know if you know, I don't know if it's even a legit company, but it's a foreign entity operating here. And apparently, this guy went on to meet the the high ups or the owners or whatever, and they land on a boat and thing, and they take out pictures and thing with all these um all of them in suits and wearing big gold chain and mm-hmm. big Rolex watch and thing. I don't even know, think that's theirs. They probably just you know sucked around and thing. And they do all these photo shoots and um, pictures and thing, and they're using this now, right? It's like, here, take these pictures yeah. and go and convince them. Yeah. And um, I think the guy, the guy who was doing it, I think he have a Benz. He driving a Benz, right? But like, he holds not even plastic yeah. even properly. Yeah. So it, it kind of raises some questions there. <laughs> I think yeah, but that's there. Yeah, that's all part of like on that marketing schema. You see, and rich people like all. Oh, you know, what you perceive as being rich. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I them. What was, what was interesting is how the guy was speaking, right? Um, I don't want to say what occupation he is, mm-hmm. in, just in case they figure out who we're talking about. But um, 
he was speaking in a way like to appeal to the everyman. So he was saying, you know, all these scholarship winners, I think they go out there and they get all the money and thing. But what about we, right? We we don't get anything. And, you know, this is a way for we to build ourselves. Huh, that's <laughs> interesting. I never imagined that. Yeah. So I thought that was like the way he was. Um, he keep like talking to the people, right? Like these second class citizens and only first class citizens, like they're doing so good, right? But this this time you already waste your opportunity, you missed that chance. So this is the time now wow. to um to do better for yourself, right? Which is which would appeal to a lot of people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, it would. I mean, if you if you seen if you was going through that, you know, you didn't imagine um, that. Get through like that kind of thing and appeal to your heart and stuff, and you know. So that's that's what I'm wondering. Like, if he got like coached into um, talking a certain way to these people and stuff like that. Well, that's the interesting thing. I don't know if he yeah. would uh, get coached, but because like the way he was talking, it seemed he was like it would be strange to coach him because he appealed into like the kind of Trinidadian lower middle class kind of thing. Imagine like, that. The way he would speak. Um, you know, you're in this rut, but come here, uh, put in a little bit of money, but you go pay back off. In his training, though, they probably ask him or tell him to figure out what would appeal to the, those people. Yeah. Good so, good. like, he, so part of his research might have been discussing things with that level of people. Right. To find out what they all have in common. Because the, the way, like, that's a real thing he's talking about now. The idea of these people feeling like they're second-class citizens. Yeah. He, he must have gotten that from actually talking to people to do some interviews to figure out where's your pressure points to hit you exactly there. That's true. And maybe it's a lot of trial and error over the time because from what I understand, yeah. these things operating here for like quite a while, but it's only now getting popular. More mm-hmm. so because um, the penetration of mobile smartphones, like it's really easy to, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that, that's what it's called. It, um, mobile yeah, yeah, yeah. Penetration. But like um it's really easy to like get all these apps on your phone and thing and then just kinda how there's kinda picture to you too is like you know it's so easy you could like you could do it when you're taking a shit, right? You could like go and sign in and then make some trades and whatever. And it's so convenient anybody could do it. Yeah, that's true. Because um before in that, well the ones I know, there was um there was a Herbalife tea thing, which is MLM I believe. Um, and they would have people in the gyms and stuff trying to sell it to you and that kind of thing. There's um, some kind of organic gold coffee. Um, it was it was always like products, no, that people would um, products um, push and like yeah, like so it's the same thing. Like you're like okay, well I have this product to sell. It's called like organic gold coffee. And if you recruit um, like two people, you get like incentive to sell the coffee. And if they could go to to people who would buy it and sell it over, and they could get those recruits, then they get money, and then you get more money, that kind of thing. So, wait, that's interesting. That's like um, they have that for like it had like a few things like yeah. beauty products happening, right? They try that. Oh, I don't, I don't know because you know, you see like some hairdressers and then they would try to like pull in or something. Like that. Possibly, yeah. possibly. There was one called um, Laminine, I think, that um, some pharmacies would sell. And, it's, and it was always, like, real expensive. But um, some pharmacies had it. I didn't really bother with it. But um, that was another... Uh, but what do you think, con- uh, I guess, um, what do you think would have convinced people to buy it or buy into that? It's the same thing. It's the same... It's, it, was, it would always be these people who kind of... Well, I would say lower-income... 
and trying to do a side hustle kind of thing now. Some of them would um, dress up all fancy, wear white shirts and stuff, trying to look real professional. But when you when you really look at it, you'd be like, "Oh, but this uh, this is not sustainable. How are you doing this?" But I really, I don't really bring it up too much with them. So, so. I had Google something, right? I had just Google like um, pyramid schemes, forex, Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I Google and. I'm seeing the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. They put out an advisory on July 17, 2020. They're saying that um, these scams, it actually um, is a problem now because uh, it, they're being promoted using the COVID-19 pandemic as a cover to um, try and get people, vulnerable individuals, who are um, you know, in the time of economic down, down, downturn. They're trying to get all these vulnerable people to um, come in. So that's all right now. Uh, I guess Trinidad would have released some kind of statement talking about it because it's par- apparently becoming a problem. And I guess why why it becoming a problem? Because people started to complain. I guess when people started to realize, wait, no, but I just I just lost all my money. I don't have anything to show for it. From your experience at the introduction to it, right? educational package on their own although they could get it for free right you think there's some small percentage of people who actually do learn from what they teach them and then after like a while they could go off on their own and actually trade on their own unbiasedly yes i think so i think the material there is um is not like anything significant or grand is anything you could you could find this material for free mm-hmm. or you could buy some kind of book for ten dollars and get this material right mm. it's not it's not hard. It's not difficult material to learn, right? I, I just think the material there is very overpriced for what it is. Mm. So that, that's all. I don't think the material itself is um, incorrect, if that's what you're asking. Right. Um, but because how, how, how they have it operating, right? You could, you could actually join up and not, um, not do the recruiting thing and just trade. Right. But in that case, right, you could, um, you're paying this monthly fee. But how much you actually get them back? If you you pay this monthly fee for what for just the uh, material, right? That's a yeah, high yeah. fee. And then they have all these packages. Oh, you know, you sign up for a whole year with just seven hundred US, and then you mm-hmm. have it. Um, you know, everything for a year. But that's like a lot of money if you think about it, right? I was a curiosity. Would you be open to making a video teaching people how to get the resources on their own so they wouldn't join a permit scheme? So you make like a probably, probably video, not. right? <laughs> I could do it anonymously. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one thing to have the vision optical people come after you, but the forex people can't get you and come on, gun them down. So I have been, um, you know, dabbling in forex for a while just to like experiment. And to be honest, right, is a uh, it have a huge thing of random that happens. In it. Okay. So, yeah. So um, you do you can make money, but you can still lose money. Mm-hmm. So it is um. Is gambling in a way was is kind of like edu- educated gambling because then you can kind of read the newspapers and correlate what what um mm-hmm, yeah what currency going to go down yeah um from a software perspective they it have people who would like build scripts to just kind of see what happening today and then maybe do a trade automatically some people make some money from that um what I understand the people who are successful they make just a little bit of money like um, at the end of the month they make like four or five dollars. There's, there's a question I, uh, um, I want to ask. Let me say that they're doing this legitimately without any permit scheme, right? Yeah. 
what is a realistic amount that people would make if they were successful? It well, it really depends on your protein. Okay. But um, realistically, like we say, you, you put in like a 500 US, you might make a couple dollars every month, I think, mm. um, just by playing it safe. So I don't think it would. It. I think it's probably easier just to invest in stocks or even like a money market fund. Right. Or like a, yeah, mutual funds or something. That might be safer. So that's like the basis of the scam then. They're selling your product that really do help you. Yeah. You all ever encounter people who are into this thing and like trying to push it on you and stuff? Or any kind of pyramid scheme, I guess. I was in a store selling. It was actually like a drugstore. I was selling drugs <laughs> for somebody. This guy came with his products. He was dressed up in a nice white shirt and stuff. So he looked like a sales rep. He looked real professional. And he was like, um, yeah, selling this new product called um, Laminine. What is, what is Laminine? Laminine is this, um, is this type of, uh, if I can remember correctly, it's a supplement to help, um, to help your body produce stem cells. So that would aid in healing the body, helping it with like inflammatory conditions and certain other ailments like, um, with cancer would, I suppose, go into remission and when you really look into the product, I think it was actually looking like pretty promising for what it is. I mean, alternative medicine compared to scientific medicine, you will never get um, proof. Well, there aren't much studies that will show how well it will work to do something. But ever so often, you'll get a study saying, um, you know, hey, well, you know, this might actually help a little bit, but, you know, nothing confirming that it will. So it was looking promising at the time. I haven't really looked back on it to see, like now, to see if it really is doing any good. But I remember the product was like really, really expensive. So I was like, what is a hard seller? Um, yeah, so... It, at the end of the day, it's a product, and they were trying to get pharmacies to, to sell their product, but they would also send you emails um, with their whole scheme thing to try and get you to sell more of it. And um, if they were to recruit you in that, um, they would benefit, and then they would tell you about, you know, if you get more people to sell this product to, then uh, you would benefit. Um and it's only when you read emails, you realize, oh, wait, this is a scheme product. And, uh, you know, I uh, didn't really want to have something like that selling in the people pharmacy. So off the bat, the guy who came to sell it to you, mm-hmm. he was putting the product first. It wasn't a lifestyle business or anything like that. It was product-oriented. Um, yeah, it was product-oriented, yeah. Okay, and then later the on yeah. with the emails, that's when you realize it was more... Well, yeah. Well, he, he led with the product, um, and I think he mentioned a little bit of how their business worked, but it's only when I read the email I realized, um, I was like, at, that, at the time, I didn't know too much about schemes, and I was like, this is looking familiar. And I think I went on Reddit, and I went on an ELI5 thread, and I was like, explain the difference between um, a matrix scheme, a Ponzi scheme, a pyramid scheme, and it fucking blew up, and it ended up on the front page and shit, <laughs> and it's probably my highest... Um, um, karma posts today. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I think I remember that. You had to alert yeah, yeah, the main front. Yeah, and then I realized, oh, shit, this is a scheme. And I was going to, I think the guy came back and I was like, I, I was going to tell him, but this is a scheme, how this working out. But um, uh, I realized I would have probably offend them and I didn't want to go down that road. So I don't think I'm going to have up with them. But I, I didn't buy the products. Right. That's, that's interesting that you mentioned that, though, they getting offended because um, recently I've been using this app, Tinder, right? And... Mm. Um, when I when I went on this um, app now, some of these people yeah. on this app, right? They, you know, obviously trying to get re- um, people into their pyramid scheme. So they would like try some small talk and then like then message me all this information about the pyramid scheme and you know join us here, you know follow me here, follow me on Instagram here, check out here. You want to come to one of these sessions? Just so and I'll oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, when you when you point out, you know, this is like um, this mm-hmm. is a pyramid scheme. You know, scheme. they just get real offended. Right, there's there's this there's one so like there's be so offended, oh my god. And then um what's interesting though when you ask them like um you know, so how much money you're actually making, like in addition to your like your current salary, because like assume you're working too. How much money you're actually making? And it's always like a weird a weird answer. They, they would like not answer it, or they'll be like, you know, I'm making um you know enough to buy um, you know, some items. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> or like, you know, I'm making enough to travel for more. Right, <laughs> or like um, you know, is it, it, a supplemental income. So it's all right. kind of weird, weird answers, and you never really get an actual like. So, I so, I ask this question to a few people, and never get a real straight answer. But why I want to know, right? Did they really want to do? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I think they're just interested in getting numbers. Oh, okay. On, on that note, them. right? Um, so like how the guy in the in the pharmacy situation, he kind of led on the product. Mm-hmm. And the people at the talk, they lead with a lifestyle, right? Saying you could have a Benz, you could have a swimming pool, etc. What the people on Tinder lead in? They trying to lead <laughs> yeah. in with a bull? <laughs> How are they looking? They trying to lead. That's, inter- that's an interesting question, right? That's a real important question. I feel right because how they trying to lead is that you know I am strong, independent. I'm educated. I'm making money. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm a good catch. Mm. I thought that was interesting, but I, but from, you know, just looking at the, what they say and then like looking at them at, um, you know, these pyramid schemes, it's right. clear that they're not strong, they're not independent, they're not making no money, right? and definitely not a good catch. Right. So is that they trying to make you be independent too? And they're saying, look, look at all the cool things I just do. You could do it too? Yeah. And some of us revel in the fact that, um, so some of these, uh, I guess, recruits, Mm-hmm. They send them out to like go and um, speak at a at, at like the Hilton and thing, right? Oh, yeah. so like the company go rent out like places in in like um you know Hilton or here and there, and um they would go and speak. But some of these people now they probably not how to put this. They probably never really get to speak in public like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in school or maybe when you're doing your degree or something, you might get to go and speak in front of like a whole set of people or maybe in your field, you might get to go and speak and deliver a presentation and thing in front of people. And to be honest, um, does give you a kind of, is kind of boost your confidence in a way. Like all these people have right. some, to listen to something you have to say. Um, well, that's how I felt anyway. I find like it felt like, um, you, you, you achieve something just by speaking in front of these people. Oh, okay. And I feel as you kind of that kind of feeling, like you know, I am a recognized. High. There's a certain right. Yes, exactly. That yeah. like, I am recognized in a way. Mm-hmm. 
look at all these good, like, I could just put up this picture of me standing by a podium in Hilton and people would just respect me more. Right. I think that's like, um, that's a big thing for some people too. It's a kind of a sort of authority or, or charisma or something. But like, I, I came across a guy in a kind of party thing once. He didn't reach the point where he was trying to sell it to him, but he was definitely coming on strong about his lifestyle. So he was talking about how he'd like to wake up in the morning, whatever time he want, and it's a it's an easy thing to do where he would go on the computer and do the trading, and he would make all this passive income. He trying to imply that the regular nine to five route is not a good thing to do. Yes, so that's that's one of the things they kind of play onto. Like you know, you could just be home and um, you don't need to work again, right? You could just kind of stay home and like you know, see about your family, and then you're making this in your own hours, and you don't have to work for anybody else in the local. Um, the local meetings, he liked to throw around the 1% them, like, you know, this is what the 1% doing, and now we have it here for you to do too. Oh, yeah, before I forget, what I was going to say before is that it sounds like they're real learning the pressure points, like the psychological pressure points. So the people on Tinder, they're, um, they're focusing on this idea of being a self-made person and being a strong, yes. independent person. So that is a pressure point that they realize, okay, this demographic, they're going to be susceptible to that point. These other people, they're going to be susceptible to the idea that they are second-class citizens in their own country, and other people have opportunity that they don't have. So it's like whoever in these pyramid schemes, they zero in on exactly what this person insecurity is, and they're maxing out on that. Yeah, so in addition to the, um, the online thing like Tinder and stuff, they have a lot of them on, on Instagram and like they put in this um, sponsored ad, right? So like a sponsored ad means that you would um you pay ten dollars or five dollars and you sponsor some kind of mm-hmm. picture. And everybody mm-hmm. within a demographic you choose, like males between twenty-five to thirty, would see this particular post, right? In Trinidad. I just get it like a lot. Um I don't know why. But like you would see like um these sponsored ads with like somebody doing like real good or like next to Benz or something. I was like, you know. Message me to find out how you could get this or how you could be like this or like come see what we are doing here. Mm. Um, and it's always lead to like a conversation where, um, you know, come come to the next presentation. And just looking at um, the person who had originally pulled me in to see the, the first presentation I went to, um, first and only, by the way, the looking at some of their pictures, some of these audiences, like huge, I have like um, real like middle aged people and things like who don't really know how to use the internet or thing. So that's the next um a next set of people too. It's have like a whole bunch of people, like all the tanties and thing who don't know how to use the internet, but they're thinking this thing gonna like they could just play with this thing on their phone and they're gonna get money somehow. That's that's a scene there too. So like what what you guys think like okay, so next time you go out there now, right, and you see somebody trying to recruit you and thing, what what you think you would like what, what you think is the best thing to tell these people? <laughs> I would have probably asked them, you know, like why just to make our OnlyFans instead of doing this? Because I think they'll probably make more money on our OnlyFans. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I would ask them, hey, why just to make our OnlyFans? But real people want to probably, you know, see that penis. So, you know. And you provide an actual product, that tangible. Yeah, exactly, you know. So instead of catching your ass, you know, taking your risk, just... Put that penis on the OnlyFans, man. <laughs> um, I guess the takeaway, the summary we have here, is that these Forex people, mm-hmm. they're charging you for a product that's not a real product. 
compared to the drugstore people who mm-hmm. sell any actual product. Yeah, and I feel like the education that they, they want to package into it, I feel like is severely overpriced. Like you could get like you can just go on Amazon and order like two books or something and like like learn all what you need to learn. Just go through your books. That, that's like, a problem too. Mm-hmm. They they um they was it was it with Elkin for man? They're taking advantage of people who just don't know much about Amazon and things. They don't know much yeah. about computer. Right. They're taking advantage right. of people. And it's a kind of unethical thing they're doing at the end of the day. Because like you were saying, best case scenario, you're making a few dollars extra a month. That's true. So all you listeners mm-hmm. out there, just keep in mind, make sure and ask the hard questions. Ask where they're getting, where this money going, what you're actually getting, understand what you're actually getting. And try and do some research, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Do you think the pyramid schemes in any way related to the recurring theme of reptilians and planeted that we've been discussing on, on the show? Maybe reptilians found it. It could be like a next um, income stream for like their many income streams. Hey, Hefe, which side of the mic are you talking on? The black one or the, um, the silver one? The black one? Tell me, Tarak, there? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my bad. I've <laughs> <laughs> just been talking behind the mic all this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't worry, don't worry. We're leaving that in. <laughs> but um, speaking of reptilians, um, and we had our next man on the show. <sighs> Oh, what are we here? One, two. Roll call. Um, I'm here. I'm Shaman. Yeah. We're missing some. Mr. Briefcase is here. Hefe is here. Had another guy. The guy who used to gobble things. Cox. Yeah. Hi. Well, the... That's a good question. I didn't hear from him in a long time. Wait, 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 wait. He dropped when we were talking about the reptilian stuff, right? Wait, let me check with WhatsApp group. Eve, minute. Mm-hmm. I see WhatsApp group. I see, I see Hefe in the WhatsApp group. I see myself and I see the shaman. That's it. I wonder if he was a reptilian because, like, we were talking. The last thing we were talking about was reptilians taking over, right? <laughs> and um, leave all of a sudden. Maybe we we catch him. That mother cunt. You come. Give us Corona just to stir up the 